You're listening to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. Danny and Jason had many discussions and debates on the back porch while making pivotal investment moves with assets. That's right, with trading cards. They welcome you to the back porch and right into those discussions about current sports news with a fresh and unique twist. So come on and join us. Welcome to the Back Course Top Podcast. I'm your coach, Jason. This is your coach, Danny. And we got a full show for you today. We are the champions, my friends. And we'll keep on fighting to the end. We are the champions. We are the champions. No time for losers, cause we are the <laughs> Come on now. Come on, Rattlers. We're going to talk a little bit about the game, Danny. Mm-hmm. We're also going to go into a little bit into the NFL and the NBA. But first, the Rattlers have done it. We are the champions of the Southwestern Athletic Conference. A winning the game, winning the championship game. It was a wet one. Your boy was there. 35-14 over the Prairie View AM Panthers. Congratulations to the Panthers for making it thus far, but we had to go ahead and do what we do uh, and win championships in Bragg uh, Memorial Stadium on the Ken Riley Field. Yes, uh, after two weather delays, uh, one to start off the game, another one uh, going into the third quarter. Second one was a pretty lengthy one, uh, but nonetheless, the Rattlers prevail 35-14. Uh, Jeremy Musa, uh, the quarterback, uh, threw for 188 yards, uh, one touchdown. Uh, the MVP of the game uh, was that of running back Terrell, uh, Terrell Jennings, who ran for 113 yards. Uh, two touchdowns, had a nice run of 33 yards for a touchdown, and just a, a well-put-together game uh, from beginning to end by uh, the Rattlers, man. I am excited. Uh, and with this win, it sends the Rattlers to the Celebration Bowl uh, that will be happening on Saturday, December 16th uh, in Atlanta at the Mercedes-Benz stadium against the Howard University Bison. Uh, that is going to be a great game. Boys going to be there. Uh, and this is just going to be a great, great celebration uh, of HBCU pomp and circumstance, the HBCU tradition uh, with the bands, with uh, the food, the tailgating, uh, with the games, fifth quarter, uh, halftime show, uh, but also the battle on the field. Danny, what say you about the SWAT championship game? Jason, yeah, I also shout out the defense. Javon Morgan with the two picks. He was the defensive player of the game. Uh, they played a key role in this because, <clears throat> fam, you jumped out on Prairie View and, <laughs> and uh, defense held them off <clears throat> with all – what was going on with the conditions and everything because we'll get to the NFL, but Pittsburgh and Arizona ran kind of ran through the same thing with the storms. 
Um, I just look at also, it's kind of symbolic, the Celebration Bowl. If you look at where Florida A&M started this season and all the stuff that, you know, controversy with the video and just silly stuff for how Willie Simmons galvanized the team to push through all that hoopla to get to this point. And knowing, too, that you guys have been close the last couple of years, you know, Jackson State and all the other stuff going on. So this is kind of your time to celebrate, you know, get that shine, the well-deserved shine for the season that the team had and hopefully cap it off with a victory on the 16th in the Atlanta Falcons Stadium. <laughs> well, I'll say this too, Danny. One of the things that um, I'm interested in knowing more about is the uh, payout. In the SWAG Championship game, uh, even though it was at Bragg Memorial Stadium, it was actually a SWAG football game. Uh, and so it was SWAG uh, logos all over the place. It was SWAG managed, if you will. Uh, and the good thing about hosting a SWAG championship game is that the revenue uh, is, can be kept by the actual home team. Uh, mm -hmm. So I'm thankful uh, that we did get the opportunity to go ahead and host it. Uh, I'm also thankful that we'll have the opportunity to keep the revenue, uh, which goes into the athletic department. Uh, also, I would say in going to the Celebration Bowl, uh, this is a true bowl in every uh, sense of the word. And so uh, money will be funneling into the conference, to my understanding, uh, and then ultimately divvied out to the rest of the schools. Uh, I don't know the percentage cut. I don't know the cut. Um, my hope is that uh, the two schools, that being Howard and Florida A&M, uh, gets a, a good chunk of that, uh, if you will. Any bit of help financially uh, to the athletic departments are going to be uh, much appreciated. So we'll see where we go from there. Uh, one thing uh, that is different uh, in the state of Florida is that we don't get funding from the state for athletic departments. And that is a little bit different than other states. I believe Alabama, I believe Mississippi, they do get um, uh, state funding for their athletic departments and facilities, things of that nature. Um, but uh, Florida doesn't, state of Florida doesn't. So uh, any bit of help we get from um, any additional revenues uh, for our athletic departments, much appreciated. So needless to say, we in the championship, we going for it. And now, Danny, on to the NFL and where the Green Bay Packers are showing life. They are showing fight. And that fight starts with none other than quarterback Jordan Love. Throwing for 267 yards, three touchdowns. Jordan Love outduels Patrick Mahomes, who only threw for 210 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Jordan Love is starting to come into his own. And with that, the Green Bay Packers are coming into their own. And finally, and I said, said this over the past couple of weeks, Coach has opened up the playbook. And I think that has really helped Jordan Love and the team. Health is, has helped them as well. Christian Watson, before he goes down with the injury, had two touchdown intercept, receptions. Uh, seven receptions for 71 yards. Romeo Dobbs, 
four receptions for 72 yards. This offense is starting to click. The Packers can make the playoffs. They can legitimately make the playoffs. Now, how far they would advance, this is the youngest team in the NFL. Who is to say? But this really helps Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers moving into next year. Uh, I think the Packers have their quarterback. Uh, it's more than what some teams, wink, wink, can say. Packers keep this up, man. I I can see them in a two, three-year time frame really going deep in the playoffs. They're the youngest team. They're getting this experience. This was national exposure. Not only that, was national exposure against Super Bowl champions uh, and Patrick Mahomes. And so I think it's going to be something. Now, there may be some controversy surrounding this game. Uh, obviously, with at, towards the end here, um, there was a personal foul and uh, where Patrick Mahomes was going out of bounds. He was still on the field, was hit. Personal foul was called against Packers, 15-yard penalty. That would have been um, possibly a turnover uh, on, on downs, if you will. Uh, but personal foul there. Uh, but the one that's getting the most shine, most uh, talks, is that of possibly pass interference uh, on Valdez Scantling. Uh, former Packer. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll say this, Danny, man. That was a P.I. It was a P.I. I was going to be real. It was a pass interference. But listen, the refs didn't call it. So the refs don't call it. What can you say? Keep playing. That, I think, was something that, you know, could have went into Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs' favor. Uh, but they were down eight. They would have had to score and get that two-point conversion, so anything could have happened there. Um, defense played pretty okay for the Packers. I'll, I'll give them some props there. Travis Kelsey for 81 yards, four receptions. Again, the Packers are starting to come into their own. What say you, Danny, about this game or the rest of the NFL? <laughs> the defense that put the pressure on Mahomes in the first half, that held them out of the end zone uh, because they had to settle for field goals. So that was huge going into that second half. Jordan Love had a great game, and the Packers are sitting in the driver's seat. Honestly, as long as they, they have a, a week schedule coming up to finish the season out, so they're in a good spot to make the playoffs and possibly do something, uh, unfortunately, you know, from my perspective. but uh, And from the Falcons-Jets, boy, you have to be a diehard to watch this one, boy. This one was a tough watch. 13 to eight. <laughs> it was in the rain. I, I didn't have a good feeling about this being on the road in the rain. Just defense is really good. I know they've had some struggles lately, but with Desmond Ritter, you just don't know what you're going to get. And they put a lot of pressure on us. Bijan had 50 yards. Desmond Ritter threw for 120. But it was the D our defense that actually came up big, uh, had some picks. And held the Jets, man, because our offense couldn't get going. So this one was a defensive win. <clears throat> Another game where they held the opponent out of the end zone. So they're rolling. And now we get Tampa Bay coming up next week in a big game, a divisional game. Uh, one other game I want to call out is Detroit and New Orleans. So last couple of weeks, Detroit has started off slow, we talked about. This week, they started off fast. They're out, up 21-0 in the first quarter on New Orleans. And almost blew the game, winning 33 to 28. 
that's when I look at Detroit. They're very inconsistent. So that's a team that could be had once they get to the playoffs if they can't get it together. So they have a couple weeks left here, kind of right the ship, get some consistency and uh, between both halves and see what they can do. So, Jason, you know the game, Philadelphia 49ers game. You called it out last week about Philly. So I'll let you, you know, talk more about that. But the 49ers blew the doors off. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles yesterday. Philly actually started off hot. And the 49ers picked it up in the second quarter and didn't look back. Debo Samuel had three touchdowns. Brock Purdy ended up with four uh, touchdowns. Uh, so big win by the 49ers. Yeah, I think the Eagles just, I don't know, man. They've gone through the gauntlet in terms of the schedule. Uh, it doesn't stop there, man. Next week, they face the Cowboys, where mm-hmm. Cowboys are one game, well, standing-wise behind uh, the Eagles, kind of like two games because the Eagles have uh, half game and the Eagles have beaten them earlier, earlier in the season. This is going to be a big game. Uh, luckily, uh, Jalen Hurst, uh, he did go through concussion protocol, uh, but he did come back in the game against the 49ers. And so, uh, he's good to go uh, for next week. But I'll just tell you this, Danny. Um, the 49ers did look amazing. Um, but I just think it's a combination of the Eagles also being pretty tired, man. You think about the games that they have played over the past few weeks, man. 13 uh, days, Jason. They played three games in 13 days. Come on, man. You kidding me? This yep. schedule is brutal. So we talked about they just played the 49ers, they played the Buffalo Bills, and then they played the Chiefs. And before that, they even played the Cowboys. So they've had four games, it's going to be five games in a row, in where they have played top-notch competition. I think any team is going to really feel that uh, at some point. Uh, I had a feeling it would be this game. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, I had a feeling that it was going to be last week's game. Um, we'll see what they do against the Cowboys. I think they're going to have enough juice um, it being that it's a divisional game, uh, but we'll see. Uh, I think the Eagles, they do have some holes. Um, they have just signed uh, uh, Zach Leonard, who uh, went from the likes of the Colts to um, the Eagles. So we'll see if that adds a little more depth, adds a, another body, uh, if you will, for the Eagles. But we'll see, man. We'll see. And now, Danny, on to the NBA where tonight is that of the in-season tournament and oh boy we got a good one the Celtics against the Pacers there ain't gonna be no defense play in this game Danny but the Pacers. <laughs> Pacers are just poor on defense mm-hmm. uh, and I think the Celtics are gonna have a field day and where the Celtics can go ahead and play defense at any given point in time in this game yeah. Uh, let's just be real. Uh, I'm taking the Celtics on this one. I think it's going to be a, a pretty big win for them, quite honestly. Uh, the other game, late night game, uh, is that of the New Orleans Pelicans against the Kings. I think this is going to be a good game. Uh, I, I want to say, though, Pelicans did beat the Kings earlier in the season. I'm going with – this is going to be a good one. Um, I think the Kings may still get them. The big game tomorrow uh, is that of the Milwaukee Bucks against the New York Knicks. I don't have a good feeling about this. I'm I'm thinking that, honestly, the Knicks are going to win this game. Whoa. Uh, the, the defense by the Bucks is this horde. 
Uh, it is improving, but I'm just not feeling a whole lot warm and fuzzies about this one. Um, Suns against Lakers. Well, Lakers on this one, Danny. I think LeBron wants this one. Mm-hmm. Think about it. He can add this to his list of accomplishments in the NBA. Um, and so I can see the Lakers, you know, doing their thing on it. So in my opinion, that would leave the Lakers against that of New Orleans. I can see the Lakers advancing to this uh, championship game for the Cup. Um, this could be it. Could be the Celtics against the Knicks. I see this, the Celtics prevailing here. They could get a Lakers-Celtics matchup in the finals. I hate to go against my Bucks, uh, but until that defense improves. I'm just, and until I see a little bit more pick and roll action throughout the game, mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, I'm just not feeling all that great. But what say you, Danny, about the in-season tournament? So, Jason, with the Celtics and Pacers, watching if Halliburton plays tonight, he's currently has an illness where he's a game-time decision, which could obviously impact this game immensely because I'm still thinking Boston – can take them, uh, take the Pacers, but Halliburton isn't out there. That really changes the dynamic of the game. So going Celtics there, Kings Pelicans. This, <laughs> I'm hoping I can stay up for this one. This is gonna be a late one, but uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go Kings to beat the Pelicans tonight. I think it's gonna be an up and down game as well, because you know the Kings don't play any defense either. So it's it's gonna be up and down, and I can see the Kings prevailing. Uh, Bucks, Knicks, I'm taking the Bucks. The last time the Bucks and Knicks played, the Bucks had a pretty good handle on the game, and then let that slip through their fingers where the Knicks came back. And Brunson, I believe, had what 45 in that game. Yeah. Uh, but I think the Bucks prevail. Lakers, Suns, I'm gonna go with my boys, but yeah, that's tough, man. That's a tough matchup. You know, with KD and everyone, the Lakers did beat the Suns already this year. But I can see this one being a tight game. <clears throat> and I agree with you, man, with LeBron trying to do his thing. Bucks Celtics, I'm going to go with the upset here. I'm going to go with the Bucks. I'm going to call an upset. I think they can sneak past the Celtics. They're so dang up and down. Yeah. The Bucks, the Bucks are hard to read right now. They are very hard to read after that debacle the other night against Chicago and then barely beating Atlanta the other night. They're hard to see read, but this may be an opportunity for them to shine in the bright lights and actually show some face here. So, and then Lakers Kings, I see LeBron getting there. If they beat if they beat Phoenix, the NBA is gonna want LeBron in that championship game. Yep. Not to say the Kings can't beat the Lakers, they can, but I'm gonna go LeBron uh, to get go against the Bucks, and then the Bucks and Lakers play. I think Giannis now can beat the Lakers. So if it's that way, if it plays out that way, I think the Bucks can win it. But we'll all watch it together and see what happens. Thank you for joining us at Backports Talk Podcast. You can also join us on Twitter by tweeting us at back underscore podcast. 
For more information, you can go to our website, which is backporchtalkpodcast.com. You can also email us at backporchtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you for joining us. And remember that there's enough hate in the world. So go ahead and spread a little love. 